When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. day in the NFL. What do I mean? The trade deadline, it is officially over. If you wanted to make a move, well, you should have done it by now. Why are this move so important? Why is this day so important? Remember, the last three Super Bowl champs, they made moves at or before the trade deadline. Chiefs, Kadarius Tony, Rams, Von Miller, Odell Beckham, the Bucks, Antonio Brown. So what were the moves that were made today? Lock in, because this is a huge show. Well, first, you had Montez Sweat, star pass rusher for the Washington Commanders. He went to the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears desperately need a pass rusher, but then they had a quarterback move made. Josh Dobbs, starting quarterback for the Cardinals. He's on the move. Remember, Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, he tore his ACL. Vikings were on a win streak. That He tore his Achilles. Vikings on a win streak, and Josh Dobbs, they're hoping, can come in and try to patch up that wound, literally and figuratively speaking. And lastly, the biggest move of the day, Chase Young former number two overall pick to the Washington Commanders. He's on a move to the San Francisco 49ers who desperately, desperately need the help. It's a huge day in sports. To me, it's the second biggest day in the NFL, and you're watching the sports show to give you all the news about it. We got a lot of characters at the desk. <laughs> we got a lot of characters at the desk. I'd like the characters um, no, left side of, left <laughs> on the left side of the table. Yeah, yeah, sure. we, we, we did well. over here. Randy Watson, you know, I believe the children are the future. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, George. <laughs> Well, I have a, I have a couple, you know. couple cards oh, to give yeah. out if anybody gets crazy today. So, oh, man, y'all, y'all, didn't wanna, y'all didn't want to get in on it. Oh, you a man, you are show. Thank you. I am always, uh, always in costume. I guess uh, two five. Back to Chase Young. It's a huge day in sports. Chase Young, former number two overall pick out of Ohio State. Now defensive ends for the 49ers. Ohio State, Nick Bosa, number two overall pick. Ohio State, Chase Young, number two overall pick. Number 17 overall pick in Eric Armstead. Number 89 overall pick in Hargrave. That defensive line is loaded with talent. But does Chase Young solve the Niners' issues? I think it helps out the issue, right? Because uh, we, we talked about this before, and you guys thought it was a pretty issue for the Niners. I think it's a defensive uh, yeah. problem. And you bring in a, another defensive end. Who's good? Who's young? I got to see a little bit more from Chase Young, just being honest. Good friend of mine. A um, lot of talent, but I got I to see more. I, I think on this defense, they got to do more with, with, the, with the defensive fronts, right? You can't just line up four down front and let Bolsa just rush. You need more than that. We see so many guys like, like Michael Parsons. You watched the game last Sunday. They're moving around. He's standing up. He's, he's down. He, he's he's on the, uh, over the guard. He's doing different things. Aaron Donald, he was one, one of my good friends. We talk about how how do you get your best pass rusher on different ma- matchups, mismatches. How do you do that? You can't just line them up and just let them go rush. So I got to see how they, the way they use them. I think a lot of issues they have are against the run and getting pressure. I think he helps out with the pressure. We'll see what happens. Though. Why you don't seem that excited? Number two overall pick. You know the talent yeah. is there. You know Chase Young, obviously, but you don't seem as excited. Niners fans, I know they are ecstatic right now because they know that they can try to go win it all with an addition like this. Why such a calm temperament from you? Uh, I got to see more from Chase Young, right? I, just being honest, I got to see more from even when he was with Washington. It's very rare that a team will let their second pick overall go. Second overall. In the third year? Mm-hmm. Fourth. Fourth, fourth, fourth year. year. It's re-up time. 
for a reason. So I just got to see more from him. I think he has a lot of potential, a lot of talent. He's a really, really good player. I just got to see more from him. That's it. He got injured. We didn't yeah. get to see much after that. But it's another a fresh start. One thing I say when players get to another, a new team, new opportunities, it's a fresh start. Everything that happened in the past is over. It's a new relationship. Yeah. You know, I might have done some things in the past with, my, with this ex-girl, but this girl, you get my all. <laughs> We're going to find out. Yeah. Chase Young off to his best start, obviously. Seven and a half starts as a rookie. He made the Pro Bowl, James Jones. Mm -hmm. But then he got hurt. Joy Taylor, one and a half sacks the next year. No sacks, obviously. Much maligned third year. Now in his fourth year, already has five sacks. The Niners desperately need that. Is he solving their issues? He's helping. You know, because you guys think it's a defensive problem. I think it's a Brock Birdie problem when you talk about issues. And he's not going to help on the offensive side of the ball. But I think he's helping. And I was thinking about this. I played against some really good Niners defense to where they had Golson. They had Whitner. They had, uh, what's my name, Patrick Willis. They had Navarro Bowman. Bowman. But on the front line, they had Justin Smith. Yes, sir. They had Alden Smith. Yes, sir. They had Brooks, right? So... It was really hard for us to have success because they did not have to blitz. Mm -hmm. They rushed four, and they were able to get after Aaron Rodgers with those four and be able to drop seven in coverage. This helps that. When you talked about blitzing yesterday, Steve Wilkes don't like to blitz a lot. You talked about that. So this helps that. Now I have four guys that can really rush the passer and get after the passer, and I don't have to bring any pressure, and you can't just double-team Bosa anymore. So I think it helps. But solving the problems... I don't think so because I think this is a Brock Purdy problem, and Brock Purdy has to be the one to solve these problems. But Chase Young is definitely going to help this Niners defense. Yeah, I think he helps. I don't know about solve, but he definitely helps. And I think Shady is making a very good point. This is a player that came into the league with a lot of hype. Mm. A lot. He's extremely talented. He's having a good year, five sacks already. And he's getting a new start. There's a lot of conversation about him in Washington. Is he disappointing? Is, is he lived up to the hype? Well, now he's going to a place where not only do they need him, but he gets another opportunity to oh. show how good he really is. And he's going into a place that needs him. He's going into a place where he can complement an already great player. I, I think it's a great situation. It's a, it's a good ad. I see why Niners fans are excited about it. And it makes sense. To go as far as to say it solves it, well, I'm with you. I, I yeah. think the biggest problem is on the other side of the ball. There's plenty to, plenty to fix on the defensive side of the ball, but the biggest problem lies for me right now with the Niners with the most important position, which is the quarterback position. But I definitely think it helps. There's nothing negative about this move for me. Let me ask you a question, though. Talk to us. If they had took Sweat instead of Chase, would you have felt better about that? I would have. You? Yes. Well, I, th I think it, I wouldn't have felt better because I think they were, they're going to use them the same. Yeah. You went to get another pass rusher so you don't got to bring a lot of blitz. I, I just think I think Sweat would have been better a better player. move. Mm -hmm. I remember in, in uh, 2020 mm -hmm. with the Bucks won the championship, yeah. you know, rings and things. And I remember the, the whole game plan, it wasn't for Chase Young, which is surprising. Yep. You, know, you know, like on offense, yeah. you don't really know much is going on with the defense. Yeah. You just know names. Oh, they playing Chase Young, they playing da -da -da. But a lot of the, 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 the help yeah. was going on the sweat on the other side. Oh, yeah. And that was alarming to me. Like, how the heck? So then I started watching. He is a really good talent. Mm -hmm. I just got to see more to really to believe and feel great about this move. That's all. Here's my thought process. And, and, and speaking of seeing more, I want to show y'all why I am excited about Chase Young. Okay. Because headed into the bye, I have several concerns. Brock Purdy's one of them. But what I think Niners fans should be most excited about, Here Shady, is the fact that Chase Young can win one-on-one. -on -one. Yep. The Niners, they only blitzed 15% of the time on Sunday against the Bengals. In large part, that's why they lost. They were not bringing pressure. But if you don't bring pressure, you need a guy, James Jones. Yes, you need sir. a guy that can win. You need a guy in Chase Young who can line up versus a man, mano we mano, and say, hey, I'm just going to beat you. Now, America, remember what I told you. The Niners, they only like to bring four. One, two, three, four. Okay, well then, Chase Young, 
You got to win, big dog. Chase Young, top of the screen. You have to take that tackle, and you have to find a way with just a simple speed rip move to win. Easy money. That's an easy sack. Okay, I love seeing that. Chase Young, now you're going up against the real tackle. Shady, you know all about the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what they got on the left side with Mylotta. You know what they got on the right side with Lane Johnson. Okay, Chase Young, I need you to win. One-on-one. -on -one. If we're only going to rush four, one, two, three, four. I need you one-on-one -on -one to just win. Quick two-hand swipe. Oh, Four-man oh. rush. Easy sack. Jalen Hurts. Down goes Hurts. The 49ers, they do not blitz very much this year. They only blitz 19% of the time, and they blitz a league low 15% of the time on Sunday. If you're only going to rush four, Chase Young, you got to be able to win one-on-one. -on -one. That yo, is yo, what yo, excites why are you, why are you, me, why are you big to dog. Show on my Eagles, though? What? <laughs> <laughs> it was a coincidence, Tupac. You got all these sacks you want to show. Okay. It was a coincidence. It was a coincidence. <laughs> but that is my biggest issue, is figuring out the defensive identity. James, what's your biggest issue with the Niners heading into the bye? What do you think the 49ers' biggest concern is? It's Brock Purdy. And the reason why I say that, because all them sacks is good. But when you're playing on short fields, you ain't really going to be able to stop too many people. They're going to find a way to get some points. Brock Purdy has been special in this league strictly because he does not turn the football over. In the last three games, he has six of them. And four or five of them is head scratchers. Like, hold on, man. You ain't seeing the right things that you were seeing the first 10 starts that you had. And that's a problem for me. That don't got nothing to do with Bosa. That don't got nothing to do with Chase Young. That don't got nothing to do with Fred Warner. And yes, they could be better stopping the run, whatever. But as a quarterback, when you put your team in bad situations, turning the football over, or if your defense is struggling and they find a way to get a stop late in the football game, you should be able to go down there and get three points. You couldn't get three in Cleveland, and then you could not go down there and get a touchdown in Minnesota. And we've seen what happened last week against um, this weekend against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So for me, this is a Brock Purdy problem. And I believe this offense is in trouble if they do not get Debo Samuel back because I don't know right now if Kyle Shanahan knows how to call these games. Because now I think it comes hold down on, to... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't even say that. That's not crazy. Crazy. No, now it comes down to... I was comfortable calling everything in this playbook from Purdy. But now without Debo in there, he's showing me that he can't handle this. It's too many turnovers. So I might have to, I might have to pull this thing back a little bit and make it a whole lot simpler for him so he's not taking chances down the football field like this. And that's just being honest. If Debo is not there to have these screen games, he has shown us the last three weeks that he cannot get it done pushing this ball down the football field. Mm. And if he does, it's turnovers. So as an offensive coordinator, like Mike is trying to protect that, you're going to have to try to find some ways to protect Purdy. Mm. We're going to revisit that later. Absolutely. Um, Joy, very interested. What is the <laughs> Niners' biggest concern headed into the bye? Yeah, it's Brock Purdy. It's Brock Purdy because whether the DNA of this, of this team is defense or not, he still plays the most important position. And as good as this defense is going to be and can get back to and we've seen them be, you're going to have to play from behind sometimes. It's the NFL. You're not always going to play with a comfortable lead. It's not always going to be comfortable. And what it seems like with Brock Purdy is if he's pressing, he's turning the ball over. Well, that means we got to revisit to some basic fundamentals with this very young quarterback. So you going into the bye, yes, obviously the defense is a concern. How you've been playing overall is a concern. But Brock Purdy turning the ball over and looking like he has – forgotten how to play fundamental football is a, is a problem because even if the defense gets marginally better and you're going up against a tough team, and this team is built for the postseason, the regular season's fine, but the Niners have aspirations in the postseason. You're going to be going up against the other best defenses in the league. True. So you've got to play from behind. 
I'm, I'm let you go. Go ahead. I'm next. Brock right. Purdy is my concern. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. You can tell I'm, I'm actually against him. You can tell, right? Yes. <laughs> so let, me, let me ask you this. So, so you guys think that uh, once they get a, a healthy Trent Williams, who's probably the best player on the whole team, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Defense and offense. Yeah. When they get Debo back, do you think the offense will be better? I do think I do. the offense yeah, I think, will be better. Okay. Okay. Brock needs. Brock needs. Okay. Need right. So they'll be better. So, so we can. Trent and Debo's coming back. They are coming back. Yep. On the defensive side, though, how can they be better? Because I watched Kirk Cousins with no receivers other than a rookie, Jordan Addison, that went to Pitt, that went to USC, dominate. They lost that game up and down the field, right? Then I watched Joe Barrow. Well, they've been struggling for a while. They slowly getting together, had a little bye week. Now they came to the 49ers and went to work up and down the field. Yeah. You can't explain that to me because yes, I, I can't. Can. Yes, I, I can't. Can. Can you can because I can't. answer it for you? I'm not done. All right. Okay. I'm going to answer that when you're done. The problem is, has to be the defense. Mm. You talked about the DNA of, of this team not mattering, right? I don't believe that. For the last four or five years, the reason why everybody talked about it don't matter who the quarterback is for the Niners, why is that? Why? Because of the defense. Because of the defense. You played for Green Bay when they went up there, when you had the number one seed, right? You was you there or you left? But you know about it. Yeah, when Cal- I lost, you know about it. I lost to the Niners a couple times. Yo, Don't check this out. Stuff. Yes, I did. <laughs> they haven't yeah. changed. The reason why the reason why we love Brock Purdy so much mm-hmm. is the storyline. Yeah. He's not a first round or a second round draft pick. They freak, they didn't nobody thought of him. Mm-hmm. Every team passed over over again for a reason. He was a, with the last pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. The storyline is great. This 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 guy comes in there, last pick draft goes ten and zero. Right. That's was the big thing. He could do that because the defense was so good. Mm-hmm. That's why the storyline was so great. Yeah. The thing is, the defense was so good, we're going to stop the run, we're going to get turnovers, we're going to run the ball, we're going to win games, have a quarterback control the game. All the different quarterbacks they had for the Niners, they were okay. Jimmy G wasn't nothing special. He'd been trash. Yeah. He'd been weak. You see what he's doing now? That was the same guy. In the playoffs, I guess the number one seed Packers with Aaron Rodgers and all that, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, they were really, really good. They didn't beat the Niners. No. Wasn't because of no great offense, yeah. was it, James? No defense. It was because they played great defense really good. and they oh. ran the rock. Mm-hmm. They did that that year, the next year, and the next year. That's how they play football. Yeah. So as much as we want to talk about Brock Purdy, the last pick in the draft, because he played well for 10, 11 games, yeah. that's where the hype came from. Yeah. But the real DNA, the real thing that makes the Niners go is not Brock Purdy, it's the defense mm-hmm. and the running game. Yeah, can I, can I respond? Oh, you can try. You can try. <laughs> no, I'm going to respond, me. right? Because this is, this is different for the offense and the defense. This is different for Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy's playing from behind. This is different from the defense because they're playing from behind. It is not this offense that they're playing against is one-dimensional now. You got what I'm saying? When they're going up in these ball games, these offenses is one-dimensional. They have to throw the football. So, yes, you're not going to run it that much. You're going to look good stopping the run, and you're going to drop seven, and both of them going to get after the quarterback. Now that your young quarterback is turning the football over and you're not getting leads, these offensive coordinators could run it, can screen it, can throw the ball down the field, and you're struggling with that strictly because you're not playing with leads. And the reason why you're not playing with leads is because the young quarterback is turning the football over, putting you guys in short situations. And now this defense has to cover every play in the playbook. When they played the Cowboys, when they was on that winning streak, they wasn't playing from behind. They was playing up. So Brock Purdy could be safe with the football. You can throw these one-yard routes and turn into 20 and all that. Now you're losing. So you have to call plays as an offensive coordinator to push the ball down the field to try to get some chunk plays. Brock Purdy cannot do it. That's the same thing on the defensive but side me, of the ball, Shady. Let me, let me, let me okay, chime in. Yeah, go ahead. Come on, it's a good conversation. I'm, 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 ready, I'm ready for it. Great yeah. conversation. I don't know that it's accurate, but it's a great conversation. I agree. 
The only reason I say I don't know that it's accurate, James, and, and I love watching film more than I like watching games. Because mm -hmm. last night I'm watching film, and you know when, when you watch tape, it shows you the plays, but then it shows you the score, and then yeah. it shows you the plays. And every time the offense, I was only watching 49ers defensive clips. Mm -hmm. So 49ers defensive clips, I was watching them, then I started watching Niners offensive clips. When I watched the Niners offense, it would be like seven. Then I'd watch the Niners' next offensive drive, and it'd be like, score was 14 Bengals. Mm -hmm. Then I'd watch the next Niners' offensive drive, like, God, dog, score is 17. The reason I say I don't know if it's accurate, remember the Bengals versus the Niners. First drive, 10 plays, touchdown. Touchdown! touchdown. Second drive, six plays, touchdown. Mm -hmm. Third drive, nine plays, thank God, missed field goal. Fourth drive, nine plays. Remember, 11 plays before the half fumble. Thank God, fumble. What's the offense doing in this? Offense was going punt, mm -hmm. touchdown, punt, field goal. So there were no turnovers. Look at him. So no, only, look at what well, he talks about. The, the only, going. That's four the, drives. The, the, but, but my point, my only point I'm making is, because I don't think there's yeah. a wrong game. It is. Brock Purdy has an issue. I think the defense has issues. The only point I'm making is, the Niners' DNA is we can't give up 14 in the first two drives. Now, if they're Brock not goes, built like that, correct. That's so, so my, but my, the point I'm making is it wasn't the Niners' offense that put the Niners behind the eight ball. It was the Niners' defense that put the Niners behind the three eight ball. Three turnovers. Oh, 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 oh. They had three turnovers. But I, I don't disagree with you. But remember when they oh, happened. Man, I want to hear. Shay. Remember when yeah. they happened because if the if the turnover, Rams game, Rams Cowboys. Third possession for the Rams, Matthew Stafford picked six. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't the case for the Niners. Mm -hmm. The Niners had the turnovers after the defense already put them in a hole. You track with me? So if it was, if it was Brock Purdy pick six early, I'd be like, you are right. right. But the Niners were already in a hole because of yeah, the defense. Yeah, they were in a hole because of the defense. But sometimes that happens. So are you capable offensively with one of the greatest offensive minds in the, in the league, on top of the fact that you're missing some key offensive pieces, but you still have Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. You still have other weapons out there. Mm -hmm. You can't dial anything up. It doesn't That's happen. The only thing I'll say is it doesn't. It does happen. It does not happen to the yeah. Niners. Then you but need to reevaluate how you build a team if you're the Niners. How you no, I don't think so. Oh, 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 oh. Let's, let's slow down for a second. This is real football here. Hold up. Hold up. They are built. Are starting working. That's how they built it. They didn't, they didn't build that defense like that is. It's just because how it is. Yeah. Is they got lucky? No, no they built it that way. So what I'm saying is that's that's how that's how they oh, that's how they play. No tease. The, the, the thing is, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. The, 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 the thing is with, with Brock Purdy, it, the narrative a little bit changed with the Niners because how well he was playing. Oh man, this young, he's playing, he's throwing up the ball deep. He's throwing up. It changed a little bit, but that's who they are. They are a defensive team. They, they don't go up. You ain't, you ain't scoring every drive. Not, yeah. The first two drives with the Niners, they're never doing that. Yeah. Because they don't win like that. They win. We're going to stop the ball. We're going to get great field position. We're going to punt this thing three and outs. That's how they play. So you guys think yep. if they fix this defense um, in the next uh, after the bye, uh, Brock Purdy's just going to go back to I think work, he'll be better. Work. You know why? Because he won't be pressing. For, 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 and I'm going to stop real quick. He'll be the same thing. I'm, watch this. Andy Reid, right? Every, every team, coach, they have the way they or style they play. You think Andy Reid's trying to get a great defense? No, I'm gonna get some good defensive players, right? There's a couple of them. Ty Matthews, Chris Jones, is Nick right, Bolton's. Right, and I'm gonna have a great. I'm building my team on the offense. That's what they do. Yeah. When they had issues, they didn't have a lot of money. They, but the issue they had, defense and offensive line. What are we gonna do first? Yeah. Offensive line. So who's James, James, James get in here. Get James. I just want to say this. What you gotta say, brother? The little Jerry killing all that. Niners are built on defense. We can all agree on yes, that. Sir. Yes. Of course. What have they won? Nothing, because they have not won a Super Bowl. Sure. Okay. What have we been saying they needed to win a Super Bowl? 
a quarterback. Oh, if they could just get a quarter. We thought Brock Purdy was the quarterback. He was the first five weeks. He was in the MVP conversations. The last three weeks, you could put him at the bottom of the league at quarterback play. He's turning the ball over six times. So for the Niners to go where they are trying to go and win, you need this quarterback to play well. He cannot play like this if you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Built on the defensive side of the ball or not, and I played against some of the great Niners defenses. But if the quarterback doesn't make plays, it ain't going to matter. They are not going to win a Super Bowl. They're not going to be Philadelphia. They're not going to be Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Whoever is going to be there. But they're they going to get there. They might get there, but what's oh, the goal, oh, Shady? See, see. See, that's the thing, though, right? Because everybody loves to say that. Win a Super Bowl. Like, it's just so easy to do. That's, 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 that's the thing to say. We, we want to win a Super Bowl. That's what everybody says, right? But the real thing is, you got to get there, though. 100%. Right? So the way that they built their team, James Jones, the way they've been playing for all these years, they can get to Super Bowl. And the reason Because everybody they, can't do that. But the reason why they ain't everybody can't do that. Because okay, the quarterback well, ain't made no plays I'm gonna say the quarterback that, had to make plays. It's easy to say to win championship. You I gotta, know it. You got to get there. Yeah, you and, won and, some, and, and, and they, I won one. I know it's hard. But I'm telling you, they show you. No, no, the defense. That's what I'm the saying. Defense. It's like, I agree with everything that James is saying except for this. They're not getting there because of the defense. Brock Purdy, to win it, of course Brock got to play better. But, but you course. have more confidence. Great point. You have more confidence that the defense is going to get back to playing at a high level or that Brock Purdy is going to get back to playing at a high level? I don't know. For Brock, for Brock, to, play, really for Brock to play better, he needs his, he needs his guys to get back healthy. Yeah. Yeah. He's strong. He can't, he can't yeah. do it without, yeah. without yeah. them. Sorry, yeah. guys. So, no, no, no. That's we a good are, point. We are ignoring That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, it's real quick before we leave. He needs his guys to get healthy, mm-hmm. but he cannot do it if his defense is not the old defense that they used to be. That's the truth of it. Yeah. And they won't go to the Super Bowl. And they forget, forget winning it. They, they won't even won't go. Get there. I, I'm, I'm with that. Woo. They both got problems. You, you know really what I'm saying? answer the question, but it's <laughs> yeah. we well, gotta go. Speaking of problems, Devontae Adams has more than a couple. If y'all Ooh. saw his frustration yesterday, Ooh. he was I'm irate. Too. I'm mad. Irate on the sideline. You rarely ever see a player like this in the NFL. We have to address it. Do the O Raiders owe Devontae Adams out? Did they owe him out? Because he's stuck there for now. We're answering that next on Speak. Remember, I've been there. every day. Fox Sports Channel. Serious. Bro, he's so mad right now. He can't even think. I've been there. <laughs> yeah. All right, family, we are in second and short, and in case you missed last night, you have to see this. I've never seen frustration like this out of a player for one reason or another, but Devontae Adams, after he was missed several times and only had one catch yesterday, he went to the bench, and he was beyond frustrated, letting out curse words, slamming his helmet on the ground. It was merited, though, family, the three-time All-Pro. Just listen to him after the game. I, I don't know what to say at this moment. I, I truly don't. I wish I had the, the words to, you know, to say something that's not going to get blown up in the media and, and taken out of context. So I'm going to just, uh, I truly, I just don't know. What are you feeling right now? Can you elaborate on anything going through your mind? Frustration, but I mean, that's, that kind of goes without saying. James, you know somebody is upset. You know somebody's an upset when they say, I don't even know what to say right now. Like, that's when you know they mad. When you're in an argument and they don't even got nothing to say, they're beyond upset. But, James, let's have this real conversation. Devontae Adams was playing in Green Bay. All pro. On the way into All the Hall pro. of Fame. He was, just, he was gonna walk America into the Hall of Fame. But then he said, you know what? I wanna go play with my dog, Derek, Car- Derek Carr. Yep. So I wanna go to Las Vegas and play with Derek Carr for $140 million. Mm-hmm. Highest paid wide receiver at the time of the trade. But now he's upset. He's disgruntled. He's not happy. Did the Raiders owe it to Devontae Adams? Because they didn't trade him. Did they owe it to him to move him? Speak your truth. You know, I wish 
thought I had the right words to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Come on, um, Randy Watson. I will say this. I will say this. Since Devontae has been in Las Vegas, he's done everything the right way. Even this season, I'm just, I'm just going to talk on this season, right? He gets hit in Buffalo, you know, in the head, comes back, doesn't miss a game, right? The very next week against the New England Patriots, he takes a shot. We all seen the shot he took from Jabril Preppers, right? Comes back in the mm-hmm. next series play. We watched the Chargers game. He goes down on that shoulder. Whatever may happen, he went into the locker room, got some special juice, mm-hmm. came on back out there and played, right? A lot of us is not picking the Raiders to go to the Super Bowl. This dude is a competitor. This dude wants to win, and he wants to be out there with his teammates. He's playing hurt what a lot of people think is not on a good football team. I felt like with Devontae Adams, is he 29, about to be 30 or 30 years old right now? I felt like they should have had a conversation with Devontae Adams to be able to discuss and, and talk to him about his, about his future and if he wanted to get out of there. He doesn't want to be there, though. We know that. So, like, you're, not, you're saying a lot, I don't, but I haven't heard I don't, anything yet. I don't know necessarily if he don't want to be there because he came out last week and said he don't want to leave. He did, he did say that. So then the Raiders don't owe it to him? Because I haven't heard an answer from you yet, sir. And we're about now a minute and a half into the segment. Yes, the Raiders do owe it to him, okay. if, you, if you want my answer. The Raiders do owe it to him strictly because of what I said. Did everything the right way. He's trying to win. He's getting older. Right. Obviously, this season right here is not going the way the Raiders wanted to go. So you're probably not going to the playoffs. Right. You're not going to be in the playoffs to have an opportunity to go win a championship. Devontae Adams, like you heard in his interview the other day, is chasing greatness Mm -hmm. and he is trying to win. Obviously, that none of that is getting accomplished right now. So I feel like, yes, the Raiders should have had some talks or whatever it may be with these other teams to be able to let Devontae Adams go, especially with Devontae Adams being up, getting up there in age and to let him go play and be able to play somewhere else and compete for a championship. Where do you stand on it, Joy? Did the Raiders <clears throat> owe it to Devontae Adams to move him? Yeah, because they changed the circumstances of which he went to them for. Mm. He went there to play with Derek Carr. Yeah. Does he play with Derek Carr? No. No, Mm-mm. he plays with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. Do you think he would have gone to the Raiders if Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback? Nobody probably would do that. I'm going to guess no. Now, if they did get him, they wrote him a very, very big old check to go there. But part of the reason he went there was because of the quarterback that was there. Who's no longer there? So if you change the circumstances in which I bestow my all-pro future Hall of Fame talent upon your organization that does not have a history of winning, which I'll get to in a second, not, as, not of recent, and then you change the person who's going to be throwing me the ball, knowing that this person is limited. It's not a secret. Mm. It's not a secret. Then, yes, you owe it to me. Now, would I prefer that he play somewhere else? I think all of us would. I think all of us would like to see Devontae Adams thrive. He's one of the best players in the league. The league is better when the best players can get the ball, especially at his position. Not saying he should have stayed in Green Bay because he'd probably be dealing with the same situation there. Okay, perhaps worse. But you take the money, you go to an organization like the Raiders, and this is a bit of a risk that you run based off of their organizational history. But do they owe it to him? Yes. All right. To a shady talk to I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to say no, right? Because the business part of the game, they pay him a lot of money, he came to, to, to the Raiders. That's how it works. So they don't really own that. But on the other side of it, it's like, come on. He's your best player. And, and I, I hate when these coaches and these ownerships play with, 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 with all-star, Hall of Fame-type caliber players, right? Their coach, Josh Mahomes, he, no, he ain't nowhere near no Hall of Fame, none of that. Not at all. Right? Don't hold this man back. 
I watched that, that, that video, right, of him being frustrated, slamming his helmet, and I, I know that feeling where he is so good. He is a great player, and you got me playing with Jimmy G? Mm. Come on. Mm. When, they, when they decide to sign Jimmy G, I say, yo, he ain't going to have no 1,000 yards. Mm. Jimmy G's terrible. He's ter- awful. God awful as a quarterback. They should let Devontae Adams go. Mm. Let him go. Trade him. Get some good for him. Now, I know the deadline's over, yeah. but going to next year, don't hold a man back like that. Mm. This guy, you know how hard it is to get to a Hall of Fame? You know how hard it is to even have an opportunity to do that? And he has that type of talent. He's that good. Yeah. He went from being the number one wide receiver in the league to now, well, the only time we talk about him is to say how he's not getting the ball, how he's frustrated. The thing I love about Devontae Adams, just to go, I'm going a little rant because I, I love his game. I love yeah. the personality he has. But he shows you that money's not the only thing that matters. That's it. Anybody that got that money, yeah. with $140 million come here, they like, man, love, we, we cool. Yeah. Where my Rolls Royce at? Pull that up. He don't care about that. He, he want to win. He, he want to be great. Yeah. And everybody can't understand a, a great yeah. player's mentality. They can't understand it. Yeah. I be talking to people, they don't even understand what I be talking about sometimes. My thing was this, for, for, for the Raiders, don't waste this guy's talent. He ain't no young boy no more. He's about to be 30 soon. 31. He's already 30. He's 31? He's, He's super talented. There's a lot of talent left. Let him go to a, a good team, a competing team. Not the Raiders and Jimmy G's the quarterback. Well, that ship has sailed, obviously, because they Crazy. didn't trade him. But I feel like we're giving a lot of answers based on feelings and not based on facts. Oh, that's good. That's, I think that's Wait, what ain't facts? He's all a famer. He's been able to bad quarterback, that, bad team, not bad, not that part. bad head coach. The Raiders don't owe it to Devontae Adams to trade him because, like you said, and like we know. What a business. It's a yeah. business. Yeah. Okay. On a contract. He's on a contract. Shady, I vividly remember, Joy, I vividly remember when I was committing to college, a decision that I made, like Devontae Adams making a decision to go to Las Vegas. My head coach, Hall of Fame head coach, he said, hey, remember, you're committing to the school. You're not committing to me. Mm. So it was very sobering. Mm-hmm. It was very sobering. He said, you're committing to the school. You're not committing to me. I was like, but coach, I don't really know the school. Yeah. I don't know the 48. You came and sat in my house. Mm. <laughs> I know you. Yeah. Mm. But he said, hey, I'm getting ahead of this. You are committing to the school, the Las Vegas Raiders. You're not committing to me, to Derek Carr. Mm. The name on the back of the jersey, it will forever change. Forever. Mm-hmm. The logo on the helmet? It stays the same. Point. The name on the front of the jersey for teams that have names on the front of their jerseys, that stays the same. And so while Devontae Adams, like he said, he went there for Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. But just because Carr leaves, he was committing to the Raiders mm-hmm. and that $140 million. Shady, you signed big contracts in the NFL. James, you have as well. I haven't. And so when you sign a contract, bottom of the paper, it didn't say Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. It said Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And it said the Las Vegas or a lot of Raiders. Too. But you know what it does have, though? When they, before they even give you that contract, when they trade for you, right? So I guess mine's are similar to his because they, they, I got traded there, and then they, they brought that bag out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they backed that truck up. <laughs> My thing is, before I even got to the team, they had a pitch they was, they was selling me, yep. right? So the money part's one of them. This, that's to get me in the door. We need this money. All right, cool. Now what's up? Derek Carr was part of that pitch. Vision. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Derek Carr was part of that pitch. True, he was. So when he leaves the next year, it's like, yo, mm-hmm. you... Thanks for the money, cool. You had to give me that anyway. Any team's gonna give him that money because he was that good. But what really brought me here is you brought me Derek Carr. Now he's gone. Then you bring me Jimmy G. So I hear what you're saying, but that's not the pitch you gave me. That's why I, I got here. So basically, you lied to me. Yeah, I'm gonna say it like that. They are li- they liars. Yeah, well, that's true. And, 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 that, and that happens in business. I don't disagree. But yeah. this is why this is why players like Devontae Adams don't go to organizations like the Raiders. Mm, don't do the Raiders. Like I'm going to have to do the Raiders like that. I'm have she to got the, the Joker stuff on. Go, don't go into the bad the guy thing today. This is the first one don't for today. The Raiders over the last 20 seasons have 13 10-loss seasons. Only the Browns have more over that span. They have not finished in the top 13. half 
of the NFL in scoring defense even once mm. in 20 years, mm. and they have no playoff wins. That's the third longest active drought in the NFL without a postseason victory. This is a bad organization over the last two decades. You bring in a player like Devontae Adams who chooses to walk into that door and bring all the greatness with him, mm-hmm. the very least you could do is hold up your end of the bargain for winning. Right. Why, else are, why else am I here? And by the way, right. you're telling not just us, not Devontae Adams, but also your fans, do, do you, is this important to you as well? Because the person throwing Devontae Adams the ball, the guy that you're paying $140 million, has to be good enough to get him the ball in order for you to get the benefit of having Devontae Adams that you're paying $140 million in the first place. So whether they owe him that like business-wise or whatever, fine. But let this be a message to the rest of the league. If you a great player that holds yourself to a certain standard, which is why Devontae Adams is frustrating, because you're right, he could just take the money and chill. He could be like, I got, I got the bag. Right. I don't need to come in here and be great. I could just do what I do, and that's that. But they're counting on, they're playing in his face that he won't continue to care as much as he does because they know that that's the type of player that he is. They know that he's that great, that he's not going to lower his standard for the situation that he's in. I blame Devontae. Good point, though. Why? Why? I blame Devontae. Why, why do you blame him? Because we all knew, one, two, three, four, we all know the Raiders are not good. And we knew the Raiders are not good. And even with Derek Carr, I believe the Raiders did one, no playoff games. I think they've been twice. You should know better than I. But I think the Raiders have been to, to two playoff games, right. even with Derek Carr. Last year with Derek Carr, they were, had a six-win season. Obviously, Derek Carr got benched, I think, the final two games. Yeah. So even with Derek Carr, you were not winning. So if you went there to win, yeah. you weren't well, winning. But, now, was he an all-pro? Right. Yes. But what I have been told at this desk is oh. Devontae went there to win. Yeah. So even with Derek Carr, you weren't winning. Yeah. Before you showed up, without you, the Raiders were not so winning. Ba- so ba- you know they weren't winning. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So you, are you trying to tell me that, that, <clears throat> that bad teams for a long period of time can't become good? You keep, I know you're not telling me that. I'm telling you. I know you're not telling me that. I'm telling you. Okay, what you telling I'm me? I'm telling you, I would not bank my future on a bad okay, organization. Okay, so, 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 so if we look at, because I don't want to do this, but if we look at some of the good teams right now playing, yep. they were bad for a while. No doubt. You want me to name them or we good? No, you can name them. So, but the, I, the, the, the Bills, I was there. Sure. Bills, they Bengals. turned that thing around. You got some players, who? Bengals. The of course. Thank but you. I'm not disagreeing with y'all. The Chiefs. I'm not disagreeing. Here, okay, let's go to the, the Chiefs. Wait, wait, what point are you making? Because I'm, I'm making a different point than you. Okay. Well, the point okay. that I am making is name a great player yeah. okay. that went to those organizations mm-hmm. when they were bad. Well, let me if say- Deshaun Watson went to the Browns and the Browns were sorry, I'm like, big dog, they were sorry before yeah. you. They was okay. going to be sorry after you. They are a historically bad organization. Nobody was getting traded to the Bills when they were bad. You right. know better than right. I. You went by force, not by choice. Oh, 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 oh. Stephon Diggs. They weren't bad at the time. How, how good were they? They were a 10-win team. How, how good were they? They were a 10-win team. So, the, one, the year before that? The first year before that, they were a 10-win team, right? I believe they were 10-6. and six. Andy, you have to help me off camera. Because, hold, because, hold, because, hold, 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 see, see, I got you. When the Bills, we were a bad team. We getting better and better because they have a good coach, right? Sean McDermott's a good coach, and he's solid on defense. So we got better and better, but they didn't start rolling and rolling and rolling. Not. Hold on, until they got Stephon Diggs. Of course not. And then when they got Stephon Diggs, Matter of fact, I know the numbers. Thanks, Matt, for letting me know two weeks ago. Since they got, since they got Stephon Diggs, they're, yes. they're, 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 they're um, what are they, one or, or one and, um, damn, what's the record? I'm trying to think of it. Stats-wise and win-wise, I know that. I know they win a lot with Stephon Correct. Diggs, and, and they get a lot of stats. Correct. I know that. But, I'm trying to be like a, but here's, a direct here's, with the numbers. Here's my point, but though. they changed that whole thing around. Let's just keep it simple. But there's a difference. They were from winning okay games to actually be every year winning like 12 this. or 13 games a year. Yeah. Let me say this. I like that stat. <laughs> Just for you. 
as an athlete, when you feel like if I'm at this organization, we're going to have an opportunity to win, as an athlete, that, that's how you think. Devontae Adams was looking at the Raiders saying, number one, I get to go play with my brother that I played with in college. Number two, I'm looking at Darren Waller. I'm looking at Josh Jacobs. Mm. I'm looking at Hunter Renfro. I'm looking at Max Crosby. I'm looking at Chandler Jones at the time. Mm. Like, we have a team that we can build around and possibly win. Yeah. You got what I'm saying? Obviously, it didn't go like that, and you shipped Derek Carr out of there. But when he was signing that deal and asking for the trade, number one, the key person was Derek Carr. Number two, are we going to have – what's the vision? Are we going to have an opportunity to win? You know what? We have two really good dudes to build around on the defensive side of the ball, the Mad Max and Chandler we just signed the same year that we signed you. We have Josh, a really good running back. We have Darren Waller, a really good tight end. Obviously, Derek, and then yourself and Hunter Renfro, who was coming off of a 1,000-yard season, 100 catches. Like, there was pieces around there to win. So you're thinking you're coming to an organization saying – I'm possibly the missing piece to help this team win with Derek Carr. It didn't turn out like that, but that's how you're thinking going into this situation. Not like, oh, I'm going to the Raiders and they ain't had no success. We ain't going to have no success. If Stephon Diggs thought that, then the Buffalo Bills wouldn't, wouldn't be nothing. So I just think mindset as an athlete, you think when you're there, you're going to help this team win. And that's why he's still out there. Hurt all that trying to help this team win. I respect it. I respect it. Well, when we return, along with the Raiders not making a move, the Cowboys nor the Eagles made any moves today right ahead of the deadline. So whose confidence, whose team do we have more confidence in? That's next after the break. We're getting rolling. Here. Can we come back to this topic? <laughs> Ooh, Andy, that 10 and 6 pool had me nervous. I was right, though. Family, we are in third and long. Remember what Jerry Jones said ahead of the trade deadline. He said, I like where we're at personnel today. And so I'm not thinking in any way that we need to upgrade our roster. Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys, he didn't want to upgrade the roster. And today, ahead of the second biggest day in the NFL, for my money, the Cowboys didn't make a move. It means that Jerry Jones is confident in the roster. Shady, I think... Jerry Jones is too confident in the Cowboys you roster. Know? I do, I do, I do. Jerry Jones, there is blood in the water in the NFC this year. It is open for the taking. As good as the Eagles are, the Eagles have not won a game by more than 14 points. Jerry Jones, you and your Cowboys have won a couple games by more than 20 points. There is blood in the water. The 49ers are on a three-game losing streak. Jerry Jones, there is blood in the water. The second-best team or third-best team in the NFC is a Detroit Lions team that doesn't even know how to find the playoffs, and they will this year. There is blood in the water. The second-best team or the best team in the NFC West is the Seattle Seahawks, mm. who ain't won a playoff game since maybe 2016. Blood in the water. Jerry Jones, you got to be a shark and go eat. And he didn't do it. Mm. Remember, the last few Super Bowl champs, they made moves. Kadarius Tony last year with the Chiefs. The year before, Odell Beckham, Von Miller with the Rams. The year before, Antonio Brown with the Bucks. When mm. there's blood in the water, you got to go eat. Eagles, they eating. They said Kevin Byers, we want him. We need him last week. They got him. Seattle Seahawks, they eating. Leonard Williams, we need him in the front. We going to go get him. 49ers, we eating. Chase Young, we got to go get him. But you, Jerry Jones, you got one of the three or four best rosters in the NFC, and you let the Eagles make a move. You let the Niners make a move. You watch the Seahawks make a move. Even the Lions made a move. And you didn't make a move? It's arrogance mm. at best. Mm. And it's ignorance at worst. I like arrogance, though. I got to be honest. <laughs> I'll say this, though. I, I, I disagree with you. Talk I, to me. I, I love, I like, no, no, I don't like. I love this roster. This is a top three, top five no roster in the NFL. No question. This year and last year. Last year they had seven pro bowlers. What did they do? They added another one with Stephon Gilmore. 
a, a, a former uh, Divas Player of the Year. And then you get Brandon Cooks. So when you ask me, like, is, is this roster good enough? Or, or are you confident? Yeah, I'm confident in this offense. Yeah, I'm confident in this defense. The roster for sure. But the only problem. Oh, man, don't do it. You was, you was doing good. You was doing good. The only problem I cannot get away from, the major issue. Oh, good. Sometimes we praise this position. Yeah. But when they, the, the lights are bright and everybody's watching, that position, we got to blame him. Mm. And it's Dak Prescott. As much as we want to talk about the roster and should they make a move or they shouldn't make a move, they can't because they got everything they really need. What do they really need? I thought about a cornerback maybe because, you know, Trayvon Diggs is hard to replace. But then your, your boy man go crazy. Man is balling right man now. Crazy. He's killing it. Yeah. The only position they need <laughs> is what? Mm. Don't make me be the bad guy. Help me out, Acho. Uh, What's the position yeah. they need? I'm sorry for help. Acho, don't help me. Okay, I'm asking. <laughs> you being bad, man. I'm asking Joker. <laughs> what do they need, Joker? Don't, don't answer. They need a Joker. They need a quarterback. <laughs> I'm going to say quarterback. Oh, man. That's it. Joy, is Jerry too confident in this Cowboys roster? No. Come on. This is a, this is a, I get told every day how amazing the Cowboys are. Mm-hmm. What could they possibly need, Shady? What do they got? They got, they got, let's see. They have uh, a quarterback, you oh, know? Check. Makes check. lots of money. They have uh, C.D. Lamb. Check. All He's pro. good. He makes check. lots of money. Let's see who else we got. Mm-hmm. Micah Parsons. Check, check. Micah Parsons. Yeah, Juan Gilmore. That's two, that's two checks. You threw two jokers? <laughs> two of them. He needed two. <laughs> he needed two. Can we get down the line? Zach Martin. Zach Martin, huh? Ron Bland. Ron Bland. <laughs> now, this Cowboys team is loaded. Top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. They're their heads. They're here. Yeah. Right? What could they possibly need? But all jokes aside, although it's very hard for me to do that today, they are a really good team. This is only the second time since 1996 that they ranked top five in both total and scoring defense. Cowboys and the Bills are the only teams this season to rank top four in scoring defense and scoring offense. We just said earlier this week yeah. they're one of the most complete teams in the NFL. So what's the Ooh. one position that could possibly yeah. set them over the edge? that they would get in a trade. Yes. What's the position of need? Is this rhetorical? Oh. They both. Answer or not. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I, don't, I, I can't think it. of like, what, what they could do. I was about to say corner. I, I felt like the only guy that could really go out there and throw a joker at was my man Patrick Sertan from um, the Broncos. I but better at I'm good with Jerry Jones sitting back chilling and being comfortable with your roster, knowing that you put together a top five roster this offseason. I understand you always could be looking for one more piece here and one more piece there, but there's no need to go press for it. (laughs) There's no need to go try to say, I'm giving up these draft picks for this, Mm. and you don't really need that. This team doesn't really need anything. This team is built right now the right way to go compete for a championship. And when the big games come and the lights come on, like Shady is saying, if number four shows up, this is a top five roster and a top five team. So Jerry Jones, he said that, hey, I'm going to go. We're going to look. Everybody's going to look. But there's no need to press. And I'm glad he didn't press and really try to go up there and reach for a player and kind of mess with the nucleus of this team when you have a team that's rolling and playing at a high level with a really, really talented roster. Joy, you ran track. I did. Um, Shady played ball. James played ball, mm-hmm. played ball. What I remember most yeah. during summer workouts, two story. What I remember most, Shady, we'd have to run twenty-one tens, right? Twenty Ooh. times you have to run. You, you, uh, like, you like that? Yeah. No, I just remember it. Oh, That's I like. Say, As you're running, your coach would yell this. At least my strength coach, current strength coach at USC, he would yell, "Strain." Mm. He was saying like, "Hey, make sure you strain to the finish." 
Like, don't just casually run. Give it everything you have. Mm -hmm. James, you used a couple words that I truly despise. You said uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. you, you said Jerry Jones was comfortable with where the roster's at. Yeah. I don't think greatness is achieved through being comfortable. You said the roster's good. That is good. Oh, great. Y'all are both saying that it's top five. I agree with all of you all. But top five isn't number one, and I don't even think about number one. Let's just talk NFC. Yeah. We agreed with this yesterday. The Eagles have a better roster than the Cowboys. Uh -huh. And we know the Niners have a better roster than the Cowboys. Right. It's roster. Mm -hmm. So at best, the Cowboys, at best, without going anywhere else, at best, the Cowboys roster is third. Right. Last year, the Cowboys were the third best team in the NFC. Mm -hmm. So how can we be content with the Cowboys having the third best roster in the NFC, assuming they do? I don't want to talk about the Lions and the okay, Seahawks. Okay. Right. How can we be content with that if the objective is to be number one or number right, two? Can but can the I thing is about being, I get what you're saying about the talent part. Best rosters don't win Super Bowls. Agreed. Exactly. Best rosters don't even go to the Super Bowl. Agreed. Bro. The Chiefs don't have the best roster sure. in football. They weren't even top three last year. Agreed. Were they top five last year? I no. wouldn't have said so. No. So that don't, that don't matter. They don't need that. Tom Brady's years on championship he won. They didn't have no top five rosters. Don't you, you don't... think quarterbacks, those two great quarterbacks of all time are outliers? Because I, I can't disagree with you. Of course I can't. But don't you think Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, like, don't you think, like, we can't use that. If you want to, we, I, mean, I, I mean, will. I, I, oh, it's because of the names, but I'm, I'm just saying about it's one thing to have all that, all that talent, right? And I, and I think every coach would love to have it, but you need more than that, right? So I, I guess you're, 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 you're defending them because they need to have more talent to, to be number one. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. I'm saying if everybody around you is straining, mm -hmm. okay. if the Niners just went and got Chase Young, mm -hmm. former number two overall pick, mm -hmm. five sacks this season, if the Eagles just went and got a former all-pro safety and buyer. But, we, but, but see, I, I feel like when you say that, like, we needed them things. The Eagles, we needed another safety that, bag. That's it. Chase yeah. Young, they yeah. needed one more defensive piece on the defensive line. Look at the Cowboys. Yeah. What do they really, really need? That, that would be my question to you. Be Jerry Jones for us right yes, now. Yes, sir. All right. The trade deadline is coming. All right. It ain't passed yet. We know it's gone, but it ain't passed yet. Who are you going, who are you going to target to get to really improve your roster to say, now we got a roster like the Eagles, or now we got a roster like, the, like the, the Niners. What I would have tried to do is anticipate needs. What I mean by that is I probably would have went and got a running back. Because what happens if something happens to Tony Pollard? Remember, against the 49ers, Tony Pollard broke his leg. Mm -hmm. And after he broke his leg, you know, Ezekiel Elliott wasn't doing nothing. And so now Dak is like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. The Philadelphia Eagles, the year they won the Super Bowl, 2017, they didn't need, you know this, they didn't need Jay Ajayi. They didn't need him. Now, Darren Sproles ended up getting hurt, and it's like, oh, thank God. They didn't need J.H.I. They had Corey Clement. I think they had LeGarrette Blunt. Sproles got hurt. Yeah. You get J.H.I., but they didn't need him. So which running back do you go get? If you think I, I, that, that's a great question. I don't have the answer to that. I, I don't know, man, to be that. honest. I, I like their running back room. I do. What's the backup kid? He runs hard. I don't even know his name. He runs hard, though. Do you like it or do you love it? Because I love the Niners. Well, this one, I'm roster. Like, I love Christian McCaffrey. I love Debo. Say, I oh, love. Oh, so, 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 okay. The Niners have a, a Pro Bowl running back, right? Mm -hmm. So do the Cowboys. We don't have, like Tony Pollard ain't like that. Tony Pollard's like that. Sure. But the backup, you, you love the backup. Mitchell, you love him? <laughs> um, he's cool, right? He's cool. Cowboys, cool. They backups. They cool. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. you, got a, you got a number one in CD Lamb who's like that to me. I think CD Lamb is one of the best receivers in the league for a reason. Yeah. And then you got your number two is Brandon Cooks. And three. Gallup. Mm -hmm. Come on. Maybe the tight end? No, Ferguson, I, I like Ferguson. Okay, so I mean, I'm That's just saying, like, like Jerry, so my question is, like, 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 where are we going? Where, who do you want to get? Do y'all not think, like, there's a depth play here? There's a depth play. Like, we talked about it yesterday, or two days ago. Joy and James, y'all kind of agreed, and me and Shady kind of co-signed. Eagles, top to bottom, they beat the Cowboys, roster-wise, top to bottom. 
But to me, when I think about the Eagles for a second, then obviously we got to go to break. Depth. Remember, DeAndre Swift did not start week one, America. Okay. Like the Eagles looked and they said, you know, we like Gainwell enough that we're not even going to start DeAndre Swift. Eagles have depth. Wide receiver room. Eagles have a number one. Then we got another number one. But what are you giving up to get this depth? Yeah. This isn't just acquiring a free agent. It's a trade. Correct. Right. I'd give up a third. I'd give up a fourth. I'd give up like like the Niners. They gave up the third for Chase Young. Then last year they That's gave up a lot for McCaffrey. Like needed that. I would go. You talking about back? So my, this is my question. Well, you a question. Right. You saying like though. what are you giving up to get these back? You saying backups now? Yeah. I'm talking about depth. Backups. I would I would probably say a rotational starter. Like a rotation. Like like how the Niners got Randy Gregory and they got Chase Young. Like they're. I don't know. Obviously, I'm being greedy, but it's just hard for me to watch the Seahawks. How can you all watch all of your counterparts make a move is and it, you is not it, make so, a move? You okay, know, is, the mean, C, is the Seahawks over, altogether have a better roster than the, no. than, than, um, the, the Cowboys? Cowboys? No. Okay, who else are talking about? Than the Niners? Niners, yeah. Did it, I think the Niners do, for sure. Close? Is it close? It's real close. I mean, it's very close. It's very close. It's super close. I, y'all think so. I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't oh, think, think so, but I, I think it's a nice one. I think the Niners are sizably so, so the Cowboys, like right now, they're with top three. The third best roster in the NFC. I mean, in the NFC? NFC? What about the NFL? Five? Yeah, five. Probably five, six. I, 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 played yeah. for, I played for an organization, and we won a lot of football games with the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Right? Super Bowl, 15-1, and 13-3. A, a lot of really good season. We never traded for nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, trade deadline would come. Coach Mike McCarthy wouldn't even know when it was. Like being honest, biggest knock though. Being honest, we never traded for nobody because we was comfortable with what we had in the building. It's no need to press for something else, even if it's whatever depth, whatever it may be. There's no need to press, and we want a lot of football games. But don't you? Because remember, the biggest knock. You're remember, right. you might be too far in the forest to see the trees because you played for that or- great organization. You played well. Us on TV, we're saying y'all should have won more Super Bowls. No question, like, and, and we could have won I'm more Super Bowls with the dudes in the building, though. It wouldn't. It's not a piece out there that we like. Oh, if we would have win and got that, we win us. No. If we'd have made this play, we go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Don't you think that guy outside the building could have made this play? That's what a fan Recover an onside kick? No. (laughs) (laughs) You know know what I'm saying? It's little plays that we could have made. Throw an interception, whatever it may be. No. We did did criticize y'all for not being very aggressive, but I feel like the Cowboys are not at any point in an organization that I would describe as non-aggressive. And they were very aggressive in the offseason. Like, they're always making moves. They always have stars. So they didn't make a trade at this trade deadline. They didn't give up something. I feel like they have one of the best rosters in the league. They got a lot of all pros. Yeah, They got a lot of all pros, bro. A lot of them. Is this you planting the seed for excuses? No. Oh. This is me. I'm trying to – we can't criticize the Cowboys in two months. Man, they didn't have – Tony Pollard gets hurt. Oh. Wait, they didn't have a backup. They were playing Rico Dowdle. They do have well, backups. Well, that's the thing, though. I like they backup. They didn't he get it hard. done. That, that's going to be – they didn't get it done. It, it's, yeah. You can't go back and say they don't got the roster and they got a top-five roster win yeah. or lose. No. All, all, all they I'll did say not is get it done against the Eagles or the Niners I'm or whatever this, it may be. Don't let Chase Young have two sacks and a sack fumble in the playoffs versus the Cowboys. But the Cowboys weren't going to go get him anyway. And then the same is my Eagles, my Team that I love, that I pray on TV all the time. We have all that talent. We have the most talent in the league, and we still lost. Did we not? True. So I mean, what, what does it really? The talent doesn't really matter if, if we can't win the big game. And we had a really good court. We had everything you need. You know what I mean, I, I hate to say that, yeah. but I'll say this though: it's hard to win. <laughs> you leave. No matter what you got, no matter what the Cowboys got to oh, get. Oh man, go to break. They, they, <laughs> go to, they, go to they go to get the old Terrell Owens. They go to get the old Sean McCoy. I don't know who they get. You know why? Go to break. 
Because they got that quarterback number four. Uh, and he's going to lose that game in a big moment. Well, the Bengals have a quarterback who wins games in big moments. That is Joe Burrow. After their incredibly so start, they've now won a shocking three games in a row. Are the Bengals officially back? I picked them to win the Super Bowl, so I hope oh, they are. They back, back. Back to back. All right, family, up here with James Jones because we want to bring you into the film room like a real NFL player and show you exactly why the Cincinnati Bengals might be back, James, on their Super Bowl <laughs> track. Let's upload the tape so I can show them exactly what it is that they're looking for. Now, James, what I loved about the Bengals, they used motion, they used movement to create one-on-ones to win. That's... Tyler Boyd, bottom of the screen. James, when you're building a stack up here at wide receiver, what I mean by a stack, America, when you are building a trio of three receivers, what's the purpose of that? Ooh, the purpose is making these boys communicate. You see my man right there that's pressing the point right there. You see how he's communicating with the guy coming over. Acho, can you rewind it a little bit? Yes, sir, Go yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. So we get into these formations right here because we want to know if you in man-to-man coverage. So as Boyd motions, you get the corner that comes over there and motions with them. Now you're getting these bunch formations and they in man-to-man, and now they got to communicate through all this chaos. Now the interesting thing about defensively is how are you going to play a bunch like that? Now sometimes at home what we might do is this. I'll line up on yep, James and I'll point. take the point. Yep. And then we will combo the back two players. What in that means out. is these two are going to work some sort of I.O. in and out on the back two players. Absolutely. If you you don't work an I.O., if you don't work an in and out, well, then, James, this dude is just stuck yep. right there on a player in who we can't press. And that is trouble for a defense. That's big money uh, for the Bengals. Oh Joe Burrow delivers a strike. Great ball. That's a ball. Great catch. Great oh. just a little bit right here. You got it, big dog. Because Talk to I, me. I know the world and this Niners defense running a little bit in pause about right here. I, I know the world is like, man, how are we giving up this play? The way the Bengals set this up right here is Tyler Boyd has a four-way go right Ooh. here. He can break in. He could break out, he can stop, or he can take this fade ball to the end zone for a touchdown. So you see the DB is bracing. Like, is Correct. he going to go in or out? And then Tyler Boyce takes it on this fade ball with a lot of room for Joe Burrow to put this ball in the back pylon for a touchdown. And Pretty give some grace to, to Oliver because that is the hardest position Ooh. in football, the nickelback, Man. and that's the hardest route to cover. Now, once again, I love this one. You and I were talking about it's this one before right the break. Y'all got to pay attention yeah. to the scheme on this play because the Niners who are going to set, be set up by the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll let Y'all watch it first, and then we'll break it down for you. Jamar Chase, bottom of the screen, Ooh, a good. little boom. They fake the screen. It's to the crib. Now let's talk through the details of it. Yeah. James Jones, talk to me. Right here, you see they're going to press the point as you should. But as Jamar Chase releases out here to this corner, you can see them both hesitating because now it's in and out. I.O., I.O., in and out. We're going to see if Jamar Chase going to come back in. We're going to see if Tyler Boyd going to break out or come back in. You see the corner take this out route. It's a fake block. It's a Subtlety, fake. Subtleties, James. Remember, Man. you're talking to the people at home. Ooh, okay, good. the subtleties yep. here is Jamar Chase does not speed release. Yeah. He is looking as if he's going to go block the outside yep. corner to various Ward. What does that do? That causes Oliver to slow down just mm. for a second. Yep. And then Jamar Chase, it's all gas, yeah. no breaks. Joe Absolutely. Burrow. Ball. And as receivers, you know, it ain't just all speed and power. You got to be a really good actor. And as you can see, Jamar Chase come off that ball, stutter a little bit like he's about to block the corner and take it to the back pylon. This is really good game planning by the Cincinnati Bengals, knowing when you get inside the red zone, the 49ers are going to play man-to-man. You know yep. what we're going to do? We're going to get into these bunch formations, and we're going to force y'all to talk and communicate and try to be able to sort all this stuff out, not just line up in three-by-one and you guys play and match up. That's a really good play design by the offensive coordinator right there fake slip screen touchdown Niners 
in trouble. Cincinnati Bengals, they have won three straight games. Remember, the year they went to the Super Bowl, through eight games, through eight weeks, they were four and four. Right now, they're sitting at four and three. Last year, they were sitting at five and three. The Bengals are right where they need to be. Okay, when we return, it's the best conversation we'll have all day. Deion Sanders, he calls out his offensive line after a loss. I cannot believe the words that Prime uttered after the game. We're going to update you on the words and have the most heated exchange at the desk you'll likely see on TV. I do kind of look like Prime. My Jerry Curl look like Prime. <laughs> <laughs> you got to spray that, John. You got to spray it. You got to hold it low. All right, family, we are in overtime, and this is the topic I have been waiting all day for. Shador Sanders, he was sacked seven times. More importantly, the Buffaloes lost to UCLA. That marks, I believe, their third loss in four games or their fourth loss in five games. Either way, it hasn't been good, and Deion Sanders is not happy. Wait till you hear what he said about the offensive line after the game. Turn your volume up. The line, the line has their proof. It ain't no aspect. The line has their proof. The big picture, you go get new line. That's the picture. I'm going to paint it perfectly. Shady, I love Prime. Obviously, you and I, we talked to him within the last month. He is active on our social medias, active messaging us, etc. I love Prime. I hate what he said there about the offensive line. Absolutely hate it. First reason I hate it is you can't call out your offensive line when your son plays quarterback. Because your offensive line is supposed to protect your son who plays quarterback. And if you are telling players that are actively playing that you are looking to replace them from a human perspective, how do you expect them to take that? Mm. Like from a human perspective, if I know that I'm on borrowed time, if the boss has told me today, yeah, we just looking to replace Acho and we going to do it beautifully. How you think I'm going to do the show every day until I am replaced? That's the first reason I don't love it. The second reason I do not love it, a lot of players on Colorado are playing poorly. A lot of them. The defense has been atrocious time and time again this season. The defensive coordinator has had his players out of position time and time again this season. Offensively, since the TCU game, I have not seen the same hurry up and tempo. And then even Deion Sanders is grown enough and enough of a leader to take accountability for, I saw one of these last week, James. Here's why. Mm, no Colorado was trailing UCLA. It was 28 to 9. Colorado scores. They go 28 to 16. But, Dion, why didn't you go for two? Because mm. it should have been 28 to 17 in the event you get a touchdown, get a two-point conversion, that's eight. Mm. Then you kick a field goal. Yeah. But instead, you just kick the extra point. Now it's a two-touchdown game. Yeah. Now, nobody's going to talk about it because Colorado inevitably lost. Yeah. But in that moment, I was like, Dion, that was a blatant egregious error. You have to go for two right then and there. Everybody has been bad at one point or another. You can't single out the offensive line, James Jones. I didn't like it at all. I didn't mind it. I didn't mm -hmm. mind it. Real quick, uh, I just want to ask you a question. Yes, sir. Because you, well, both of you guys are, like, really real passionate about the Steve Wilkes. Yeah. What's the difference between Shanahan calling out Steve Wilkes and Prime calling out the O-line? You want me to answer? You got it. Go ahead, sir. Okay, so first of all, they asked the head coach, Kyle mm -hmm. Shanahan, about that play in particular. And he said he, know, he, he knew he messed that call up. Mm -hmm. 16 seconds left. Why are you doing an all-out blitz? They didn't even pass the 50 yet. Yeah. That's what he said. And, he went and you don't feel like he, should, he could have said that to, to Steve Wilkes? I mean, that was a so obvious, like, yeah. That was a, he answered the question correctly. How was you going to answer that? Why are you doing all our blitz with 16 seconds left? For half. That didn't even make sense. Yeah. I felt like Way it, different. I felt like it was different ways he could have answered that question. But to get back on Prime, since Prime has walked in the building at Colorado, mm -hmm. he has let these kids know, and he's been really honest with these kids, right? He's first team meeting. He said, I'm bringing my luggage with me. 
I don't know how many kids transferred, but over lot, 30, 40 lot, kids transferred because they didn't like what Prime was saying. It wasn't no sugarcoating. This is what is about to happen. Through this whole course of him rebuilding Colorado, everything he's talked about was the trenches is not ready, right? That's, that's all he's talking This is no surprise. So when he gets asked about the offensive linemen, I coach little kids. I coach my sons. And I always say, come on, right? He messed up, come on. You ain't helping. <laughs> you sorry out there. You, you ain't helping, point. right? So you brought up a point about the line blocking for his son. They ain't blocking. <laughs> whether, you, whether you call them out or not, they not blocking. Every team that they have played, this dude been running for his life. And Prime just came out now and said it, but they ain't been blocking. But he's let us know and let the world know that I have to build the trenches. I don't mind it because it's not the first time his kids has heard him be honest with them. You get what I'm saying? However it may come off, since he's been there, he's been honest with these kids. I respect a coach like that. I don't respect coaches that, oh, this is the first time I'm hearing you talk crazy like this? Like, this is how you feel? Prime ain't, prime, this, is, this has been prime. So I don't mind him coming out and saying this about his players strictly because they're not doing their job. Do better. Yeah, I mean, they've allowed an FBS worst 42 sacks. There were seven in the UCLA you know who's game. Or you don't know. I don't know who's second, but they, they're, they're the worst. That's pretty, that's pretty bad. They're the that's worst. Pretty bad. It doesn't get worse than the that's worst. Yeah. So they're the worst. Mm. And he had to have a numbing injection at halftime because mm. he's running, mm. getting hit. So I don't know how much worse it could get yeah. than the worst. Uh. I hear what you're saying, but they're the worst. So, right. yeah, like that is the answer. The answer is, of course, we're going to get new linemen. Now, whether you go and you recruit new linemen or you get them in the portal, very rarely do high-level linemen get in the portal to begin with. So it's going to be difficult to do. And we know it's not the sexiest part of football. But, yeah, it starts in the trenches. you got to build the lines. That's what it is. It, it doesn't feel good to call them out. But I'd have to know, did he not talk about how bad everybody else was also? No, not not. Like, no. he did not once mention that he needs to be better or the oh, coaches need to be better yeah. and – Oh, the rest I mean, of the players he, need to be better. But like, he, didn't, he didn't say he was going to go get new yeah, everybody. Else. I'm going to go get it, yeah. Oh, okay, but, like, everybody got some level yeah. of smoke, right? Like, he didn't go in no, and, like, no, 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 yeah, everybody, no. like, like, everyone did fine except for the offensive line. They suck. We're going to replace all of them. Every, everybody in the amount, the, the same amount of smoke. They got no. extra smoke. But they're the worst. So maybe they, maybe okay. they should get extra smoke. Right. I, I, don't, I don't love it. But I'm also like, he's just being honest. We all have eyes. We all can read the statistics. We all watch it. It's, there, there's a lot, a lot of planes, blame to go around, and when you're losing, everything gets worse. But he's also just talking about reality, which is they are going to have to replace this line. So I'm glad we brought up numbers. I don't like to do numbers because I, I don't like to do it, but I'm glad we did the numbers. Yeah. So you, you said that they're the last, they're worse? That's just one of the statistics right. one, and sacks, okay. yes. <clears throat> 42. Right. I'm, I didn't like it, right? I love Dion. Mm -hmm. A lot. I didn't like that, that comment because he's a, he's a leader. He's a dude that I look forward to, like, you know, inspiring, you know, uplifting the kids, all that type of stuff. Even if they play bad. Yeah. The, the first thing he said was, you know, Alani needs to play better, right? And then he won't say, yeah. we're going to get holding line. Yeah. I didn't like that part. But since we're talking about numbers, let's talk about some numbers. Dion's a defensive guy, am I correct? Yes, sir. Defense, he plays defense, he's a defensive guy? All of Famous. So you gave us some numbers about how bad the office line is protecting him, right? Cool. So, and that's why they had to get a whole new office line. They do. Let's go to the defense, because he's a defensive coach. Mm -hmm. Out of 133 college teams, right, Division One, mm -hmm. right, they rank 125th in defense, points per game. Mm. So that means, right, since you, you go to numbers and y'all talking about all this, then we need to get the whole, rid of the whole defense. Clean it all out. Get all of them out, right? <laughs> get, he, need to get some, he had Louis when he brought that. He need to get yeah. Gucci, right? Yeah. Gucci, Gucci and Prada. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how we talking. 
That's all I'm saying. We got to be fair about this. Yeah. Some other stats for y'all, since we like numbers. They played USC. They could have won that game, right? I'm not going to talk about the, the clock management that was a coach's thing, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk strictly on players. They had 198 yards of offense. 498 yards of offense. It was 34 to 14 and a half, and it could have been worse, mm-hmm. right? If we keep going down these numbers, Stanford, let's go to Stanford, though. Stanford's a bad team. Everybody in the world knows they're a bad team. Smart, but bad football player. <laughs> they gave them 46 points to Stanford. Mm. They were, what, 21 dogs? second what? half, I think. 29. Just go. 29, come on. 29 zero. So if we, if, if we talk strictly on numbers, which I want to do, I don't do numbers. A bad Stanford team that's strictly just intelligent, yeah. they don't play no ball. Right. You up 29 to zero. And how you let them come back and score 46 points? And you lose. Mm. So all I'm saying is this. If, if we going to call players out a certain way, because I like when coaches call me out. I like when they yeah. call positions out. Yeah. It's the way you do it, though. Yes, I need I to call you out and still make you come to practice the next day hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You them boys to come back to practice hungry? And if we're talking like that, so if you're going to get rid of that new line, I'm with that, Dion. that's what you said. But you also need to go out there and get some new defensive players yeah. and defensive coaches. Do all that. So that's what you're doing. That's, that's where I'm at. I'm just being real. Yeah, because that's my deal, yeah, my dude. But if we just if we speaking like that, we got to we gotta keep the same really for everybody. Really good take. A lot of holes in this Colorado team, I guess. A lot of holes. Just address them. That's all. Just that's it. Well, the Clippers believe they have addressed the hole, adding MVP, formerly James Harden. James Harden is headed oh. to L.A., which means Thank he is God. The Sixers' hand. But who won one of the most historic trades, at least as it pertains to MVPs? Y'all realize Harden's moved the most of any MVP in NBA history? Why? We're talking about it next on Speak. All right, let's get to the huge NBA news, and I mean huge. James Harden, he has been disgruntled in Philly. He ain't there no more. On the move to the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, remember, the 10-time All-Star is now going to be paired up with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Bring us on, Cam Shade. You are the resident Sixers fan. Who won the trade, big dog? It's got to be the Sixers. It can't be the Clippers. Do they know who they're getting? I don't think they know who they're getting. Mm. When's the last time a team has benefited from having James Harden? The Rockets? That's it. He got to the Nets. They were unhappy. Mm-hmm. They weren't happy about them. I know them. I know some players personally. Yeah. They weren't happy. Okay, cool. You go to the Sixers. You think we benefited from having James Harden? We thought we was getting the Houston Jays hard. We didn't get that. This is a problem. I think right now in his mind, he still thinks that he's still that MVP caliber player, and he's not. The only people who's going to benefit for this trade is the, is the strippers there. That's it. The clubs. That's it. You know, you know, now you know that Jays hard. You know, he get crazy in that club. But as, as far as. Club, what clubs are you referencing? I believe the children are. But as far as. very specific which clubs he was referencing. Sure, 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 sure club, for sure. Oh, I'm yeah. going. But as far as basketball, I don't see no benefits. Just, just look at the teams that he's been playing on. It's going to be like that? Yeah, it's going to be. It's, and those, those might not be ones. It's going to be 20s. Ah! Um, you know, introduce a little anarchy. 17 points, game five. Game six, 13 points. Game seven, nine points. He's there to score points. What is that? He was what playing alongside the league MVP. Uh, didn't want to be there. Sixers won this trade. I think the Clippers won the trade if James Harden comes off the bench. They lose the trade if you put him in there with the starters and it's too many ball-dominant basketball players. Paul George and Kawhi need the ball in their hands. This offense is not the Warriors' offense to where everybody moving and you just creating shots. If he comes off the bench, 
And he can be the James Harden from the Rockets, be ball dominant, get these boys involved if you want to, and go score with the second unit. I absolutely love it. If he doesn't come off the bench, I don't like it chemistry-wise. We talked about Dame Dollar and Giannis, how George just was a, such a great fit with these two, how they complement each other. I don't see that with James Harden and these other superstars here. Well, what y'all see when we return from break is where we rank in the standings. Mm. Every week, we pick the winner of every game. Like it's that. through week eight. Now let's figure out who's atop the standings. It was shady last time. Always. But will it be shady again? Left cheek, right cheek, perk, perk, perk. Left cheek, right cheek, perk, perk, perk. Let's take a look at the updated speak standings, shall we? Okay, Shady's still running away with it. Seven back. I'm seven back. I feel all right. Seven up back. Joy in a solid second place. How are we feeling? Yeah. <laughs> feeling great. Uh, okay, now let's take a look. At the I'm tired of bragging, though. This, Come on, I don't want to see this no more. I'm tired of bragging. Uh, we're okay. come let's take a look at something else, shall we? Because y'all did an excellent job with the uh, kids. Uh, Randy Watts. <laughs> I believe the children are the future. This, this, this is better. This is better. Well, I, like, I like this. Help them lead the way. Yeah, Shady, who did it better? Uh, I, I'm going with James. I'm going with James. That was, that was pretty clever. He's <laughs> green. No, no, you did kill it, though. You did kill it. You did kill it. No, because a lot of people do the, the uh, Joker, but I, I never seen Watson live in person. <laughs> It is, it is dripping. It's, it's dripping. Shady. All right, family, that's just for us. 